Wait a minute. No, he doesn't have a Twitter to get back 10 years ago, but he does have the podcast like five years ago. Who cares? <laughs> no. Okay, to be, listen, to be fair, to be fair, we have said some shit and we do not take that back. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, we do might, not I'm take not back half the me. shit we said. You already took back your score oh for uh, Halloween 4. Yeah, I'm talking about <laughs> shit that we have said before in the past. We don't take none of that shit back. December the 12th, 2020, and we, had, we are just shy off the brink from this year's Game Awards, or as some people might want to call it, Naughty Dog Gate 2020. I'm not sure, but we'll be discussing that as we talk about this year's Game Awards on the Struggle Gaming Podcast, 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 Blexton Kyle Katar, Adam Cole, baby, aka Black Adam Cole, baby, aka Miles Morales, Blexton Kyle Katar, Kit Catcher Fate, Fisto, Mace Windu, II, Captain Black America, Adopted Son of Flynn, and Kamen Rider, Compton Knight, Henshin, my boys, and rocking me tonight is Mr. Kamen Rider Extraordinaire himself, Belkin Kamado, aka the Gulag Slayer, aka Siberian Alucard, Keanu Reeves' number one fan, Jayon Bosch's actual best friend, KB Toys, Michael Sarah, Comrade Siberian Knight, and stop. Have it down. Comrade, I'll take it away. Henshin. A, uh, a rider kick to the sky turns into a leap towards a tree. Did you really? Did you actually get the Ultra Instinct Hopper? Okay, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> and last but certainly not least, because this is going to be a trio tonight, we got the youngest man the, uh, of the podcast. We got Alka Indica, aka Full Metal Mexican, the Mexican Alchemist, Colonel S.A. Mustang, IHOP Extraordinaire, the Young Buck, General Zoomer, General Gen Z, uh, Captain Gen Zier, and Little Machete. Allo, take it away. You also got one more nickname, the, the Auntie Soraya, too. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> so you will finally admit that you be slaying these aunties out in these streets trying to get a PS5, huh? So you legit just admit that you try and be hollering at some of these fools' aunties so you can try to get a PS5. You literally just admitted this live on Twitch. You got a lot of balls. I will say that right now. You got a lot of balls. Good job on. Good job. Good effing job. Anyways, and my opening comment is how uh, hopefully everyone's having a great Saturday night. I understand a lot of you guys have issues with the Game Awards last uh, this past Thursday. We're going to be discussing it. We're going to be talking about the trailers. We're going to be talking about the winners. And also, Nintendo has officially been welcomed back onto our hit list because Nintendo has lost their damn minds. I thought they had learned. After the crap that went down with YouTube a year and a half ago during our year one review, uh, during our year one and year two of the Scrum Podcast, well, apparently they didn't, and now unfortunately Don't we got. No fools never learn. Yep, some fools just may never learn. 
That's why, fool, why fools don't be falling in love. That's a different story. But we got some stuff to talk about. We got a lot uh, on our plate. So, as always, we got to do a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, for those of y'all who don't know, who be listening to us on SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, if you haven't yet, be sure to follow me here on Twitch.tv slash RecklessFox. That's where we do um, live episodes of the podcast. Chat, we love you. We adore you. Thank you guys for letting us be your virtual neighbors and put a smile on your face. Because whenever you guys are feeling down, hopefully, just hopefully, you guys decide to listen to us and try to get a good laugh or two and maybe learn something. Because this is a video game podcast for casual gamers being talked about by mo- casual and moderate and co- and mostly competitive gamers. I consider myself a moderate in, gamer. In that order. In that order. I consider myself a moderate to competitive gamer, but I also read a lot about what's going on in the gaming industry. Because if I don't, who will? And I'm mad enough to tell, and I'm mad enough to tell some of these publishers and developers that they can kick rocks. With, and, I, and I don't care who I offend. And that's the case. Uh, we have listened. We have we got we got canceled by listen. My our proudest moment of this podcast is that we got canceled by freaking uh zombie unicorn. And I will hold that standard uh going forth. So there you go. And I'm pretty sure Cabo has been standard. And I'm pretty sure Cabo here has been canceled by Anita Sarkeesian about a hundred times. And I'm pretty sure CC and Jen have to CC Jen and Thunder Chica have too. Speaking on, well, speaking well, for them. Well, it's no surprise that Anita pro- would try to cancel us had I had a Twitter because, you know, some of us know more about Mandalorian cultures than certain fake critics. This is the way. This is the way. But yes, other than that, hopefully you guys are having a great time. Hopefully you guys learn a few things and everything like that outside of me just yelling and ranting and raving. Because I know I do a lot of that. And I do apologize if I try, if I do break some of you guys' eardrums. I, I honestly really do. I don't mean, I don't want, I don't like yelling or anything like that. It's just, it, it is what it is. So, and it I will be, I will be tinkering with my uh, audio uh, every now and then because I've been getting, having some audio issues with my mic recently. So I'm just trying to make sure it's fine and stuff like that. But that's not here or there. I'm not. Ta- I don't want to talk about my troubles at home. I'm going to talk to you guys. Let me. Uh, I'm, we are not doing IG live. Uh, IG uh, uh, questions this time. We'll be doing them next week on our last episode of the year. Yes, guys. Here's an announcement. Uh, next weekend will be our last podcast of the year until for, uh, uh, we will be spending our Christmas and holidays or whatever we be celebrating with our family. So next weekend is our last um, podcast of the year, unless we decide we want to do like an un like a untitled episode of the Scrum podcast, you know, do like just talk the talk the talk and everything like that and just chill and stuff like that. Well, I'll keep you guys up to date on Twitter about that, but. Till then, you got any quite future questions for us? You can then now forever email us at strongamebookings at gmail.com. That's strongamebookings at gmail.com for any questions, comments, stories, advice, music, words, all that good stuff. You can find us on our Twitter, time to scroll game, and our scroll games off your home. We will be we, we will be bringing the jingle back soon. Just just saying. Uh, you can also find us on our YouTube. And Instagram, find us on our YouTube Struggle Game. You can find us on our Instagram at the Struggle Podcast. That's Instagram at the Struggle Podcast for previous ep- for previous highlights of the Struggle Game Podcast and news that we be posting and stuff. Uh, Shouts to all the game the gaming uh, journalists. Some of you who are actual legit journalists and some of you who are quote unquote journalists. Thank you guys. Mm-hmm. We can then put our take uh, and put a little stank, a little stank on it too. Uh, and as always, 
SoundCloud, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to your favorite podcast, we are there. And by that, I mean the three that we just mentioned. Find us on SoundCloud.com slash Game. That's SoundCloud.com slash Game for previous episodes of The Scrub Lounge, which we will be doing a new episode this weekend, uh, this week. Uh, Scrub Center presents, which we're going to be doing a review of at the time of this recording, right after this episode. Scrub Retrospective Reviews, which we will be doing one tomorrow night for Terminator, because we actually watched the first Terminator movie, and our flagship show, Scrub Game Podcast. And you can now find us on Google Podcasts and Spotify. We're going to try to get into iHeartRadio, Stitcher Radio, and uh, Apple Music. Apple's going to be really hard because I know Apple's been on some F-Boy stuff recently. But still, that's neither here nor there. Oh, and if you are listening to us on Spotify, be sure to give us five stars. It helps us move up the algorithm and stuff. And you want to get a hold of Ian Boss, you want to practice the time, you can find your boy on Twitter and Instagram, TheRecords underscore Fox, YouTube Rex underscore Fox, to find all the latest game content here on TwitchSoxTV slash reckless font and if i'm not holding down the south town region flexing these houses we're gonna go over to a, a burnt down gulag somewhere in siberia russia with a guy with a ukrainian um jumpsuit on commodore where can they find you you could find me on twitch at twitch.tv slash broken commodore where i'll be playing this game right here memory of heroes and you can find me on Instagram at chrono, chrono underscore justice underscore cost. Alright then, Allo. Sure you'll find me there. Allo, where can they find you, bro? You can find me at twitch.tv slash allocateindicate once I'm able to get a steady stream going. Find me at Twitter, where you can cancel me at allocateindicate. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me, find, find me at Instagram at underscore allocateindicate underscore. Alright, without that way, let's get started. So, boys. Yo, 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 real quick. Wouldn't it be funny if there was a parody of the song Unstoppable by Foxy Shazam and just change the lyrics to uh, Uncancelable? Yeah, I can see that happening. I, I'm <laughs> uncancelable, no matter how many tweets you got. Oh my god. And with that being said, guys, let's get started. So, it's been about a week since the last podcast. Uh, Allo, how have you been, dog? What's what's going on with you? <sighs> See, nothing much. I'm just trying to scramble to get all my Christmas presents, like, as soon before, like, the holidays start getting in. And, yo, I played, uh, Medieval, the PS4 remake. It is a short-ass game, because I just finished it today. Hey, Medieval is really fun. I really enjoyed it when I was a kid playing it. So it's a really fun game. I'm glad you. Yeah. Fi- I'm glad that you Zoomers are finally getting the chance to play our favorite games from the past. <laughs> exactly. No, it was actually a pretty fun game. Awesome, awesome. Uh, Kamado, I've been seeing you the majority of this week, and I forgot to give you your SWAT vest back. But how you been, bro? Go ahead. Uh, pretty well, all things considered. You know, um, you know, I got it fairly decent number of new uh, followers on Twitch uh, because I've been playing uh, Jojo Eye of Heaven and yes I and yes uh, I do like voiceovers because because you know the game is naturally Japanese dub and you got like the text and and you know it's just it's just really fun for the people when, when you got characters have voices you know like you know like uh, Dio you know he's like he's like oh hello Jojo I see you're in this world as well. And then you got, and then you got, and yeah, I'm going, <laughs> you won't be able to defeat the noble one. But of course, every, of course, I got every, of course, I can pin down everyone's 
favorite husbando, Mr. Robert E.O. Speedwagon. Oh, hello, Jojo. I, I see uh, we're going to this world as well. Let's, uh, let's do a Twitch stream. <laughs> but yeah, uh, other than that, you know, Game Awards really sucked. <laughs> <laughs> it was so damn boring. We, we, we don't get. To, we gonna get to that. We gonna get to that. We gonna get. But to yo, that. watching watching Parasite though. Ooh, baby. I legit just talked to my girl about that uh, right before the podcast because she loves the yeah. movie and we have. Right. I, I have a different. Th- we'll talk about that when we do the review because there's, there's a lot I want to say about that. It's a very good movie though. But yeah. yeah. Um. So my week's been pretty good. It was pretty chilling, you know. I just turned 26 last Saturday. Um, I spent it with my girlfriend. I spent it with my best friend here. Um, and it was cool. Um, month, throughout this whole week, I've been doing articles. And I've been you know, just getting work done and stuff like that. Um, what do you call it? Uh, I try. I, some of y'all probably seen the Twitch. I tried doing the stream with my girl and I. But me and her were pretty intoxicated. So if you didn't catch last wednesday's stream you missed out <laughs> i'll just say it right now uh it was funny i ain't gonna front but still um but yeah and then i interviewed um jazz from uh, power just beast morphers on thursday which you can now watch on youtube go to our uh our homies over at morpher network's youtube channel um i just interviewed the blue beast morpher ranger really cool dude um hopefully we see him at morphicon next year uh and then obviously the game awards and i spent it with my best friend and my girl as we for the first time we did a three-person reaction to the game awards the only issue was the game awards this year decided to be early in the effing day and normally the game awards are around like six seven o'clock at night and that's perfectly fine this year it started at four in the afternoon pacific standard time and i'm over here like what the what the hell what's with the freaking cha- time change like i i was like i was flabbergasted. i'm like what the hell is going on with this time change why all of a sudden we're doing this in the freaking afternoon y'all normally do this at night why like, yeah. it, it Man, it threw us all, it threw you and me off for real, Kamado. Well, and it didn't help that, you know, there was that other interview that does have to do. I mean, no no blame on his part, obviously. But, you know, some, but yeah, we were super delayed in our ability to watch the encore. And legit, and, I, and legit, I had to do an entire social media blackout. So I could, so that way my my reactions were not, you know, freaking, you know. And yet scripted. on IG, people still spoiled who the Smash character was. To be fair, I was on uh, to be. Oh yeah, for you. But to be fair, I, I would. The only reason why I knew, uh, the only reason why I almost figured out why, who was in it was because Daggerworth Morpher never damn near snitched. Thankfully, I was able to block it. Did. That's why but, I muted but, it. I'll tell you this much. The, the, I did not see the trailer, thankfully. Yeah. Because when we watched it, we were like, what? Oh, we don't talk about that in a minute. But I still had, uh, despite it being boring and the fact that my girl fell asleep in hour two. So you already knew. And because they, oh man, okay, I don't want to spoil it. But yeah, it, it, okay, the point of the matter is she fell asleep 
right before uh, Game of the Year was announced, and I don't blame her. I really don't. <laughs> but so, so are we gonna talk about like during the podcast, or we're we gonna talk about it like during the housekeeping? Oh no, we're gonna talk about what? What the uh, parasite? Uh, no, 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 with the Game Awards. Oh no, we won't talk about it right now. Let's talk about it. like I, I um. Real quick, Friday, you and I watched Terminator Parasite, and then today, um, we watched the final episode of Power Rangers Beast Morphers. There you go. But we can talk about it right now. Let's talk about these Game Awards real quick. Well, not even real quick, because there's a lot to unpack from the Game Awards. Do you want to talk about the show itself, or do you want to talk about the games that were announced? Well, well, that, that's, that's what I was asking you. Do you want to talk about the show first and then the games announced? Or do you want to do the games announced and then our overall okay, reaction to okay. the show? Okay, you know what? We're, we're going to flip a coin for this one. I'm going to flip a coin for this one. Hold up. Heads, we talk about the uh, winners. Tails, we just go for we go for the game. We go for gameplay trailers and, uh, and like, announcements first. Heads. Heads. Let's talk about the awards. So, the game awards last on... <laughs> How ironic. Um, okay, so on so the game awards happen on Thursday, people, and we are we have the the awards. Uh, we have the winners. So for best uh so for uh game no, we're not even doing game of the year yet. For most anticipated game, Elden Ring from Bandai Namco and from and um from software one uh game best game direction went to the last of us part two beating out final fantasy 7 remake uh ghost of tsushima hades and half-life alex which honestly surprised me because it's half-life half-life wins at everything best narrative went to last of us part two beating out 13 sentinels final fantasy 7 remake ghost of tsushima and hades art direction went to ghost of tsushima uh, beating out Final Fantasy VII Remake, Hades, or in the Will of the Wisp, and Last of Us Part Two. Best score in music went to Final Fantasy VII Remake, beating out Doom Eternal, Hades, or in the Wisp, and the Last of Us Part Two. Audio design went to the Last of Us Part Two, beating out Doom Eternal, Half Life, Alex, Resident Evil Three Remake. Apparently that got nominated, and goes to Tsushima. Best performance: Laura Bailey as Abby from The Last of Us Part 2 beating out Ashley Johnson who played Ellie um, Daisuke, Daisuke uh, Suji who played Jin in Ghost of Tsushima Logan Cunningham who played Hades and my boy Naji uh, uh, Jeter who played Miles Morales in Spider-Man I'm going to talk about that in a minute Games for Impact uh, Tell Me Why won um, and I, good for Tell Me Why I'm not going to make fun of it because I don't really know much about the game Best Ongoing Game Went to No Man's Sky, beating out Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Call of Duty Warzone, and Fortnite. No Man's Sky low is, is high key the Cinderella story of the decade. Because keep in mind, No Man's Sky went from being a game that honestly no one gave a damn about because of how how much of a lie that game was into being one of the best multiplayer games right now. I low key might buy No Man's Sky. Best indie game went to Hades. A debut indie game went to Phasmophobia, beating out Carrion, Mortal Shell, Raji, and Roki, and Roki, which is awesome because I actually bought freaking um, Phasmophobia last weekend, and I played it, and it was awesome. Best mobile game went to Among Us, being Call of Duty Mobile, Genshin Impact Legends of uh, Runeterra, and Pokemon Cafe Mix. Community support went to Fall Guys. Uh, best VR game went to Half-Life Alex. I'm not surprised. <laughs> 
Oh, innovation accessibility. I don't know what the, I don't know what the award's about, but it went to the Last of Us Part Two. Uh, actually, no, I'm pretty sure innovation for accessibility is probably for people who have disabilities and stuff like that. So exactly. Okay, that's fine. Last of Us Part Two can get that. Best action game went to Hades. Um, being out Doom Eternal. Half-Life Alex, Neo 2, and Streets of Rage 4. That's kind of an upset because I'm like, damn, Doom Eternal lost? Seriously? Okay. Best action game, action adventure game, specifically. Action adventure game went to Last of Us Part 2, being out Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Ghost of Tsushima, Spider-Man Miles Morales, Ori the Wisp, and Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Best RPG went to um, Final Fantasy VII Remake, being out Genshin Impact, Persona 5 Royal, Wasteland 3 and Yakuza Like a Dragon. Best fighting game and thank you Jesus went to Mortal Kombat 11 beating out uh, Grand Blue Fantasy which, versus, which is actually a pretty good game. Uh, Street Fighter 5 Champion Edition. One Punch Man, a, no, a hero nobody knows. Under Ninth and Birth uh, Under Ninth and Birth uh, EXE Late. Best family game went to Animal Crossing, no surprise. Strat a Sims or strategy game Went to Flight Microsoft Flight Simulator. Best sports game went to Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 Plus 2, which is awesome. Best multiplayer game went to Among Us, beating out Animal Crossing, Call of Duty Warzone, Fall Guys Ultimate, and Valorant. Content created, I'm not even gonna talk about content created year uh, or esports, because again, there really is no reason for esports to be going on, but it is what it is. But I'll just say them real quick. Uh, content creator went to Valkyrie. Esports athlete went to uh, Showmaker. Esports coach went to Zonic. Uh, esports event went to League of Legends. Uh, esports game went to League of Legends. And esports host went to uh, uh, S Jokes Teporte. And uh, esports team went to G2. There you go. But what people are talking about right now Game of the Year. For Game of the Year, The Last of Us Part 2 beat out Animal Crossing, Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Genshin Impact and Hades. Yeah, so, so last was Mania, baby. Yeah, like if you want a summary, Final Fantasy didn't win shit except for best music. And best, oh, and best RPG, and best RPG, and best RPG. Don't go, oh, don't get it twisted. Oh shit! Okay. And beat your game persona. Okay, so Final Fantasy won two things, but we're gonna keep that didn't win shit. Go to. Go to Shino didn't win shit except yeah, for best art direction. Okay. Except for best art direction. Last of Us won everything except the previously mentioned categories. Hades got robbed of everything. Animal Crossing was just happy to be there. And I forgot about Doom Eternal. And uh, and Half-Life <laughs> and and also um oh no, Half-Life Alex was game best game direction. So Aloe, because you are you probably played The Last of Us before we did. I didn't play it at all. Thoughts, go ahead though. Like, I. Okay, will we just note, like, as for Game of the Year, like, I was. Because I'm not that. Ex how to explain this? Because you called it, like, weeks ago when we were talking about the Game Awards, that Last of Us 2 was just gonna win, like, no question. I was shocked, honestly, but that's because I'm not that experienced. Like, I just wanted. Like, hope that something else will win. But even when The Last of Us won, like, I wasn't pissed. But everybody else that I was watching the Game Awards with, they were pissed. Like, we were all talking about why it shouldn't have won and shit. And for me, it's like, it doesn't matter. Because, like, why why does winning Game of the Year even matter when we don't talk about the previous Game of the Year contenders? Like, that's my thing. But as for all the other categories, I just... 
it just felt they feel like especially in the twitch chat of the game awards like people were saying this is rigged like this whole shit was rigged and it's like, like hopefully they'll could be like more diverse in the awards like because i don't know like compared to the other game awards and correct me if i'm wrong i don't think there wasn't any other game in the previous game awards that are just swept through the categories i do not have any game that comes to mind that fits that description other than the last of us not even red dead redemption 2 like swept as much yeah, and we was and you and I were betting that it was gonna win Game of the Year, but it lost to uh, what was it? Uh, Sekiro. No, Sekiro Shadows yeah, died Sekiro, twice. Yeah. Yeah. It um yeah it was, no, it was um Red Dead Redemption or Death Stranding if I remember correctly. Death Stranding came out oh wait twenty eighteen right? Uh, Death Stranding was last year. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Fine. We'll continue. Uh, I'll go ahead. I'll continue. Yeah, but no, like, I, yeah, that's for the, sh- I don't know, like, the awards, like, could really kill this, because I was more in there for the game announce- announcements, which we're gonna talk about soon, but as for the awards, it's like, it's like, whatever, like, it's the end of the year, 2020, 2020 is almost over, and we're going through how 2020 went, we should have expected The Last of Us to win, so, like, it's whatever to me, it's like, I'm not pissed, I'm not happy either, I'm just, like, in that middle ground, I was like, eh, let's move on. Um, Cabo, I know you were very vocal after the Game Awards. Yeah. I'm afraid, See, but thoughts? <laughs> look, it's like... I, I can acknowledge that there are certain merits to Last of Us Part 2. And, you know, like, and you look, I'm not hating on the voice cast. I even, like, spoke up, like, in our podcast, we, all of us spoke up in defense of the voice cast. Yes. Uh, Me, I'm just not a fan of the story. I really hate the story of it. Okay. Um, so, like, do I think it deserves to win some categories? Sure. But there are some categories where I think other games were more deserving than last of us part two uh in some categories especially uh, would have been um uh you know ghost of tsushima i think ghost of tsushima uh was better at some of the categories like um like let's see like uh, art design and music oh, i'm trying to remember the categories uh like wait it won art design didn't it Art design went to Ghost uh, of Tsushima, yes. Yeah. Or art direction. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, art direction or art game direction. direction? Art direction. Okay. Yeah, but there were like other category, like other directorial um, categories where uh, Tsushima didn't win uh, because Last of Us Part Two won instead, and I think Ghost of Tsushima should have taken that instead. Um, voice acting, I agree with you, Miles Morales. Cause like, well, I'm gonna get there. Actually... I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna get there. Okay. Cause like, cause like, while, uh, cause while you know, I haven't played the second game. I mean, I, I, I literally have the game right here. Hold on, give me a second. While I do have the game right here, um, my only like experience is like, well, watching that Miles Morales level that you played on your stream, like. When he had to fight against Rhino and uh, Scorpion, I think it was. 
Uh, yeah, uh, and, and like the voice actor, he was pretty good. Like uh, uh, his voice actor, uh, he, he was pretty good as Miles Morales. And yes, Laura Bailey was a great MJ as well as MJ. <laughs> uh, no, no, Laura Bailey is a is a great voice actress. Like uh, yes. no, no doubt, about it. Lovely but woman. it doesn't take away from the fact that I, I hate Abby. <laughs> And, and, and no, and no, it's not because oh she got such big arms. No, it's because her, her like her behavior exhibits a lot of psychological tendencies, and I tend to gravitate away from people characters who have sociopathic tendencies. Right. Yeah, but but no, as far as categories go, it's like. You know, I'm I'm just really skeptical. You know, and, and, and like and again, like I've been critical of the Oscars in the last decade or so. Right. So yeah, um, Game Awards is basically gaming Oscars. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure. I'm pretty sure the the games. games You're breaking up. But the oh, ones no. that spawned the most marketing. Okay. All right. Cool. Alright, here's my thing. I and I even talked about it. As a matter of fact, I'm just gonna recite what I said on Twitter. I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna trip. Because and then I'm gonna go into detail on what I would say. Okay. I wanted Final Fantasy VII uh, remake to win the game game of the year against Last of Us Part Two because it was the only game I played on that list. That list being Animal Crossing, Hades. Um, the Last of Us Part Two, Ghost of Tsushima. Final Fantasy VII remake was the only game on that category that they show for game of the year, it's the only game I actually played on that list. Okay. Um, and there are other, okay. And there are other games that should have won, but if you didn't think the last was part two was not going to win, you've been living under a rock. The amount of controversy, backlash, behind the scenes antics with Sony and Naughty Dog and the polarizing fan reactions were the biggest advantages The Last of Us Part Two had on its sleeve. It literally caught the attention, the uh, intention, attention of the media outside of gaming with when everything went down. And by that, I meant Laura ba- what happened with Laura Bailey, the leaks and everything like that, and the backlash that fans gave both Naughty Dog and Sony. For those of y'all who do not remember, because apparently some quote-unquote angry person who was unhappy about the crunch time and all that stuff leaked the game entire story and how it ended that was not how it was and someone hacked hacked them it was the same dude who hacked uh, into um freaking uncharted and last of part one and actually got some of the whole of people's accounts and all that stuff okay um but yeah a lot of controversy happened with the last of us part two right before the game was uh, coming out and this is right after the game got delayed indefinitely and naughty dog as a bat as you know an, a response said okay this game's gonna be released in like when did the last of us part two come out and like what set uh august september wasn't they june june uh, yeah it was around june so yeah that controversy and all that backlash is what gave the last of us part two the advantage okay um, and despite people, and I'm, I'm continuing, and despite people in my circle tell me that Ghost of Tsushima or Hades were being better when it comes to storytelling and narrative, think of The Last of Us Part Two like an Oscar movie. Despite other, 
despite other movies being better, you know what's going to win because it's an Oscar bait film. In the case of The Last of Part 2, The Last of Part 2 is an Oscar bait game or Game Awards bait game. Uh, here's an example, Titanic. In 1997, there are plenty better movies than Titanic, but somehow, someway, Titanic won the Oscars. Even once again, there are way more better movies than freaking Titanic. Uh, another one, King's Speech won Movie of the Year at the Oscars back in 2010, 2011, if I remember correctly, even though Black Swan was clearly a better movie. Honestly, King's Speech a little bit better, but both movies were low-key boring. Yeah. Okay. Speech was was the scene when Jeffrey Rush was doing Richard the Third. That's pretty much it. Yeah, and with this again, I have not played The Last of Us Part Two. I've only seen bits and pieces of it. That does not spoil some of the big things that happened and that people got really pissy about. And the only game I can tell you that I played is Final Fantasy VII Remake, and I'm almost done with the game. I'm trying to get it done, but fucking life, you're right. So. Like, Final Fantasy VII was the only reason why I wanted Final Fantasy VII Remake to win. If it wasn't Ghost of Tsushima who won one, then that's fine with me too. But, like I said, now despite all that, I could say this. Uh, congrats to The Last of Us Part Two for winning. And there you go. So, that's the thing. Like, you and I, Kamado and Aloe and Chica and Jen, we all called it last weekend saying that the last was part two was going to win game of the year and game best game narrative and best game direction those are the big three awards of the game awards now i'm not as mad as the internet is because these awards do not dictate a good game because clearly even again oscar bait yes even if even if the last was part two won is that going to take away from the other accomplishments that all these other games have made? Like, Ghost of Tsushima actually thoroughly giving, um, uh, it's thoroughly giving homage and giving credit to Japanese culture and is giving Japanese culture its due uh, diligence. Final Fantasy VII Remake, a, a remake that none of us thought was ever going to come out, including myself, actually blowing the... Uh, blowing away expectations despite the fact that part one is just nothing but shinra you're fu- you know um sector seven you're legit trying to, um the fir- the entire game is like the first hour of final fantasy 7 on playstation but they expanded like hell on that and that was a good thing because there's so much you could have done but because of the limitations of the playstation you couldn't do that but, but final fantasy 7 remake um got your back on that uh, Doom Eternal. Doom Eternal was uh, is a sequel to arguably one of the best games of 2016. There's no and and you are literally you are an angry man trying to kill Satan and space Satan at the same time. I as a Christian man I can I can I am 100% on that. And then you got Animal Crossing, which was just like Alec Indicate said, it was just there just to be there. This does not take away from any other accomplishments that the rest of the games that are on, you know, best or nominate for game of the year yeah, are directed. Yeah, and- you make a pretty good point. It's like saying, it's like saying because M Night Shyamalan exists, the uh, the original Avatar: The Last Airbender somehow made worse just by the existence of this really bad live action remake. When you know, when if anything, it, it existing only 
superior the uh the original version was and just the same you know it's like yeah you know i am glad to some extent you know i am glad that like that you know last of us part two has a bad story knows how not to write a good story and you have all these other games to compare but also other people should be reasonably upset because of the fact that you know because Last of Us Part One had such a good story, it, it should have been uh, Part Two should also have a good story, and I understand that. But again, there are other like there's a lot of aspects to each video game. You know, there's story, gameplay, graphics, musical score, voice acting, motion, all sort of direction, writing, all sorts of things that go into the making of a video game, and like. And yeah, like just because like one game like overshadows the others in just one category, which let's be honest, uh, industrial circle jerk. Oh, the comment that went out. It it doesn't it doesn't change that the fact that like all these other games they're better and that and that doesn't take away like you have the right to like your thing if if you if titanic's your thing you do you boo boo if if x-men 3 the last stands your thing you do you boo boo no no you don't do you you got go watch a better movie go watch captain america winter soldier no but but the point no but the is you have the right to your own interests and opinions but other people also have the right to disagree with your opinion. Right. It's the American way. And 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 just like how one of my favorite YouTubers, uh, what's his name, uh, Disney Brain said, you know, it, it's it's easy to say whether or not you like something. It's a bigger deal if you're able to actually rationalize as to why you like it. Like like using the example he made, and I, I know you're gonna want to say take a shot, but I'm I'm using this explicitly for academic Get ready for purposes. Your shots, Get ready for your shots, people. Take a shot for educational. It's purposes. easy to. It's easy to say RPM is the best season of a certain show. Everyone thinks that. But here's the thing. Why is it the best season of said sh- You know, that, you know, he made a very good argument. He made a very good argument about that. And I want to apply that same argument to this. It's like, um, like, if Ghost of Tsushima is the best game, yes. Okay, it's the best game. Why is the best uh, why is it the best game? Okay. Like, uh, real quick, Kabel, you're gonna want to uh, fix your mic. Uh, your, I think your internet's acting up because you kept freezing and stuff. Mm. So yeah. Anyways, uh, Charlie, make sure you get this part out. But no, but I get, you, I get what you mean, though, Kabel. I do. It's, it's just that sometimes. I, I mean, I, I am not. It's not about you. It's like, it's just so many people got so pissy about it. I'm over here like, okay. You, you have it. I understand that your favorite game did not win. That's understandable. Don't, but please don't take it out on Laura Bailey or anyone else uh, who worked on the game. Please don't. Just don't. Just, just take it yeah, out. Just especially don't take it out on the voice cast. Yeah, please don't take it out on the voice cast because then you're going to hear from me because I you will you will run this whole fade with me. Just saying. But like, uh, like like I've said like earlier in this podcast and every podcast in the last few months. I abhor Last of Us Part 2, but I'll still defend Laura Bailey. Anyways, so next on our list. So yeah, so as I said, Last of Us, Naughty Gate, Naughty Gate, Naughty Dog Gate was running wild on Thursday. So there you go. 
Uh, I'm not really saying it's. I'm not saying it's Naughty Dog's fault. I'm just saying the reason why we call it Naughty Dog Gate because it just sounds funny. Um, now let's just talk about the overall show. I mean, before we even get to the announcements, let's just talk about the show. So, as we all know, because of what's going on with COVID, um, normally you know they'd be at the Game Awards, they probably run out the LA Convention Center and try to put it, pack in a whole bunch of key people from the industry and just fans as a whole. What? Uh, what was it that likes and dislikes to the overall scheme of things? Kabano, go ahead. For me, um, it just felt padded out. The, the award show itself, the whole thing just felt way too padded out. It's like, yeah, there were, there were some trailers, not a lot of trailers, was like 12 games, I think, in total. Uh, and you got, and too. you know, you've got the whole, like, like diversity in gaming you've got uh disability in gaming you know like like those are things that are there every award show i get that that's fine uh the award ceremonies yeah but still there's like so much advertising and just stalling out it you could tell they were padding it out it's like and like i get it COVID happened there's very little to talk about uh in the industry but sometimes it's just better to make a, a short and sweet show that's to the point than to than just pad it out and make it bore, a boring spectacle uh, that completely distracts away from like the meat of the ceremony. Like like even if we go back to if Last of Us really was the best game, I'd rather like we focus on the fact that it's the best game and not on like oh this oh this thing happened and that thing happened and this thing happened. And then we get to that, you know, like let, let's, you know, shorten, uh, let's, let's be able to focus on, you know, like the spotlight of like, which game got, got the best, uh, direction, which game got the best graphics, which game got the best score, which got game got the best, uh, voice acting, etc. you know, like straight to the point, short and sweet, you know, it's like trying to be the Oscars when there was very little to do this Oscar year. Right. Um, I think for me, I think you said best, it just felt so freaking padded. And I don't understand why they decided to put it put the time slot at four in the mor- at four in the afternoon Pacific Standard Time. I will never get why. It it, it, it just threw me off. It really did. Um because normally we watch the game watch on like six or seven or so. Like this was like a couple hours early and I'm like, what the hell? What's going on right now? But it is what it is. Allo thoughts, bro, go ahead. What thoughts about the award itself? Oh, I meant like how the show was presented and shit. Show. Oh man. It let's see. I think it says something. Well I because like let me get some context first. Like I was watching it in like a group of like nine to ten people, include including myself. So we were just talking about like some random shit. Like if the award show itself cannot cannot get us focused when we're just seeing like just looking at the chat. So I feel like that says I feel like that says something. I like I feel like what was it the award not the awards, but each award premiere itself was pretty frequent that like it kept us interested. Maybe some of them could have been like spread out, or some of the more important ones could have been placed differently. But that's, but that's like something else they could always improve on. The show itself, it's like we, I don't know, just like I just kept tuning out of it. Like it wasn't that interesting. Right. I think for yeah. 
Good. Fox was falling asleep through it. <laughs> I, 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 I was asleep. I fell asleep. My girlfriend fell asleep. Dude, it got boring. Like, that's the thing. The Game Awards. I legit, like, try, like, trying to build my Gundam. Like, while you were, like, while you guys were sleeping. Because it was that boring and I wanted to have something to do. Exactly. And it's like, normally, I mean, no, 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 normally, you know, we have a good time. Like, the last two years we did the Game Awards, I mean, we had a really good time. Especially 2018. That was fun. Uh, 2019 yeah. was really fun, too. I mean, I kind of got drunk during it. But that is what it is. Um, It's just that... Honestly, even with COVID, I think they should just um kept the sh- the uh, awards to like maybe two and a half hours or something like that. And I would have been fine with that because like again, you can't really there's nothing to pad out when you don't really have an audience like watching Jeff Keeley like live on stage. Like there there really isn't an, there really is no reason to have that unless you're doing that. So um, but no, like, honestly, I think the show should have just been, like, two, three, two and a half hours or something like that, give or take. It was just, sure, one hour, and I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. But, no, nah, man. It, like, if I was watching that by myself, I probably would just dip after the Smash Bros. review. I probably would just dip the whole See? Yeah, like, low-key, I was like, yo, there really is no reason to keep watching. I mean, yeah, I mean, Mass Effect 4 looks pretty good, and it's good to see that Mass Effect's coming back, but still, it's like... Other than that, like there were there don't there, there were some really good world premieres, but at the same time where you're like, bro, some of these could have just been put on YouTube and called it a day. Yeah. But like I said, it is what it is, so I'm not too mad about it, but I, I kinda want it better, that's all. But now let's talk about these announcements real quick. So Sephiroth, the one-winged angel, is is Phoenix downing his way into Smash. And people show you something let me show you niggas something because in the midst of Sephiroth's um intro and midst of him coming into smash being the ultimate evil and literally uh, slicing the boss in half let me show you what nigga let me show you what uh Squeenix did Squeenix made us believe that Sephiroth low like high key just killed Mario because right after Sephiroth legit washed Greninja and Bayonetta respectively, and honestly, I, I hate to tell you this, Kamado, but Bayonetta got her ass beat against Sephiroth. I'm just saying. Anyways, um, but, not in a real fight. Yes, in a real Thank fight. Years. In a real fight, Sephiroth would wash her, but it wasn't it. Mario was spared by Sephiroth, and and Denzel washed him and Joyce. Yes, during the trailer, people, Sephiroth went after everyone from Smash, including Bayonetta and Greninja, knocked them out, and would look like he looked like he stabbed Mario in the chest the same way Eris died in freaking Final Fantasy and soon to be Final Fantasy VII Remake. But Sephiroth did spare Mario's life because he loves Super Mario Brothers. And then we, and obviously we saw in the trailer we saw him and Cloud, you know, having unfinished business and fighting the same way they did Advent Children. So Sephiroth is now joining Smash, and he comes out later this month. Allo, thoughts? Go ahead. Let's see. Well, actually, talking about the trailer itself, like, the first thing you see is this motherfucker just slicing up, like, one of the final bosses in the, sto- in the story mode of the game. It's like, who the fuck can do that? Like, we were all still like, who the fuck can do that? 
then we just hear one winged angel playing it's like and i was like the motherfucker screaming in that chat because i'm like oh my god it's like i was like well, yo what's up like as he was talking to me yo what's up dude and then it just shows it pans to cloud like if you didn't get the hint from the music and you didn't get the hint that this was also the first time cloud was in a cgi trade with a smash bros if you didn't get the hint before then it's like what's wrong with you but as for cloud himself in the game people are not people do not want like people want the like nobody saw cloud nobody saw self coming in the gameplay standpoint nobody's ready to fight him this mother this motherfucker has a long ass sword it's probably like nobody wants the smoke against Sephiroth in that nope. game because we, 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 we're gonna find out more information about how he plays and stuff like in the, in the next five days like on December 17th we're gonna have a presentation by the the director Masahiro Sakurai of the, the trailer yeah and the trailer itself is going like there's so many references to Advent Children the Final yes. Fantasy 7 movie like Mario so almost getting stabbed was a direct reference to that movie so it's the omni slash so it's the scene where cloud was really like radiating aura getting ready to do an omni slash against sephiroth like, and they showed off a new final a new version of that final smash for cloud like i'm interested in that because no there has the only kid that has like two final smashes is ryu and ken but just yeah adding that to more characters is gonna be super interesting the stage Ooh, the stage, like competitive-wise, that might be a stage we're gonna pick up in the competitive scene. But it looks, uh, you guys played the original Final Fantasy VII, right? I did, yes. I have it on my Switch, but I never got around to play it, unfortunately. Okay, then thoughts. Was that, was that the creator in the original? Like, what was the recognized stage that? That was from Advent Children. With? That was Advent from Advent Children. Oh. Uh, Okay, then that's that's the stage for for y'all, dude. Like it's gonna be super exciting to play. Like if you, bro, if you tell if you told somebody in the when the brawl came out that Steve and Sephiroth gonna smash, so this is this didn't get leaked. This didn't get leaked at all. Like how do you do that <laughs> with oh, Sephiroth, God. dude? Like it's just fucking wild. Man, hey, what's what are your god? What are your guys' thoughts about this, dude? I'm I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited because of the fact that Sephiroth is coming. I'm also excited to know that I'm gonna win this bet against GC, and he's watching. Nigga, you owe me a hundred dollars. Stop bitching and stop fucking yeah, around. Because, yeah, just because yeah, just because Cloud is a Square Enix character, it doesn't mean that any Square Enix character will be available for Smash. Oh my god. So, yeah, Man, speaking, oh, you know it's like I don't know, like as the same self of I kind of doubt that Soul and Gino might get in Smash Bros. As much as I want Soul, especially, happen. like I, I kind of doubt it after Sephiroth. Sephiroth uh, pretty much took away to be in Smash. Like any opportunity, uh, okay, like okay, like we already know the whole Disney thing, like because of Goofy and Donald. But like, let's assume that Disney would have been lenient. Nah, Sephiroth took away the only opportunity Sora would ever have to be in Smash. Because, because you, there's only so many square. Uh, uh, there's only so many characters you could bring into Smash 
from a party. Mm-hmm. Um, let's say from uh, from Smash Four from Square Enix, and for fifth gen we got freaking. Uh, for fifth gen we got uh, Sephiroth. You know, like, look, man, because you know, like, I would love to have some spirits from Bouncers and uh, Dragoon, but that ain't happening. Dragoon's not from yeah, Square Enix, but you know. Oh my god! Oh my god! Take a shot, you a Conrad reference. Anyways, <laughs> going going back to the like, right. you don't need Donald and Goofy. To, yes, you do. Why don't? Why sorry, do you? Hello, sorry. How is that a common writer reference? What do you mean? Dragoon. That's a common writer reference. I don't even watch this shit. Dragonic Knight. No, no, Dragoon, the game we fly oh, on. Oh, Panzer Dragoon. The- My bad. Nigga, I'm tired. Just leave me alone. Anyway, continue. <laughs> like, you don't need... I, like, in my opinion, I don't feel like you need Donald or Goofy to be in Smashville if Sora himself gets into Smash. Because, like, at least Kingdom Hearts... Like, especially with Kingdom Hearts 3. Like, Kingdom Hearts can stand with the original characters that it has created over the years. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna put, like, cameos in, like, in the back of the stage, wherever that may be. Like, it'll be... I was it's even more of a miracle if Donald and Goofy is a part of Sora's moveset more than Sora getting to smash himself. Cause that is saying a lot. Like if Disney is okay with that. Yeah, that's not happening. At least like when you put Sora in Smash Bros, it'll still show that Disney is a part of this project. Right. Yeah. But but like but I, I I'm saying that would never happen. And here's my thing. I'm not. I'm saying Sora's never coming to Smash. There's a reason why. Two of the most greedy companies in the world would not be able to coexist, and that I'm talking about Nintendo and Disney. Do these two? Or these are two greedy giant corps, corporations. There, there's no way in hell they're gonna uh, gonna be on the same level. Just saying. But yeah, Sephiroth comes out um, later this month. Uh, speaking of which, uh, Perfect Dark got announced for uh, a 2020 release. Yes, we're getting Perfect Dark 3. The last time we had a Perfect Dark game was Perfect Dark on uh, Xbox 360 when they remastered the original Perfect Dark that came out in 2000. And then there's also the prequel that came out on 360, Perfect Dark Zero. Um, and it's being worked on by Microsoft and the Initiative Studios. Uh, and got, did you guys have any thoughts about this? Did anyone play... Um, Perfect Dark growing up? Uh, I never got to, but, you know, I was really down for it. <laughs> yeah, same here, like, never playing Perfect Dark. Like, I was pretty, I was pleasantly surprised that I got, like, it's coming back. Like, I'm really excited. I'm really excited about it. Alright there. Uh, let's see. Uh, the, there's a there was a Last of Us, not Last of Us. There's a, a Mass Effect trailer, so we might be getting a Mass Effect four uh, in the future. Did anyone see the trailer outside me and Capita? Alo, did you see the trailer? What's up? Because like that was the trailer where they confirmed that they're going to continue the series, right? Mm-hmm. We, we didn't see because that was like all CGN and stuff. Like, bro, <laughs> you just hope. Just hope that game in Dragon Age is gonna go well because if not, I don't know what's gonna happen to Bioware. <laughs> like, that's all I'm saying. I mean, I, I actually, funny enough, I did mention that in the part in, in the part article that I wrote for Luminarity. Shots Luminarity. Uh, Kavano, did you ever play a Mass Effect? No, I didn't. Okay. 
Uh, I think it's cool. Again, I have and I haven't played Mass Effect either. I've been told it's very good. Uh, I'm just waiting. Hopefully, they remaster one, two, and three so I can get it on PS4. But it, that's just me. Um, what else? Um, they also announced a Evil Dead video game that comes out next year. It's gonna be on PlayStation 4, 5, Xbox, Sexbox, and Switch, and the PC. Uh, the is anyone else an uh, Evil Dead fan, or is it just me? Maybe just you, because I never heard of it. We finna get Ash, we finna get Homeboy from Army of Darkness, we got Homegirl from the show. This game looks like it's going to be lit. I'm not gonna lie. Me? I'm a fan of the movies. I've never played any uh, games based on it. Well, there really is not a lot of Evil Dead games based off the movies and stuff like that, so that's why. Um, but I am actually excited for that game, and it comes out later next year. Um, the Outriders uh, got a release date and a new trailer, and it's coming out February 2nd, 2021. Did anyone see the um, Outsiders trailer? Yeah. Uh, I don't remember it. Okay. Um, Super, Super Meat Boy Forever uh, is coming out December 23rd, the day right before Christmas. Did anyone play Super Meat Boy growing up? Oh man, it's about time. Yeah, hard but fun game, dude. Like, and a great soundtrack also. Oh Cannot God. wait for it. I've I've seen trailers for it, and I'm like, this is like, this is like a suicidal version of N plus. <laughs> All right then. Um. I think it looks pretty good. Um, I've never played through Meat Boy, but this looks pretty good. I gotta give him that. Um, Arc 2 got announced along with the anime, and Vin Diesel is fighting for his family against uh, dinosaurs. Allo, what are your thoughts, bro? Go ahead. Bro, I was not ready for people to just get eaten up by like a random ass dinosaur. I was not ready. I didn't, I didn't even know. I Okay, I heard of Vin Diesel, but I just didn't know what he looked like. I wonder, Wait, you you've know, never seen Vin Diesel? Wasn't he from what was it? Fast and the Furious? Yep. Yes. Yeah, Dude, that's why I don't know about it. I haven't watched those movies at all. Hey man, I'm just saying the zoomer is showing. Oh my god. Um the, the you think the zoomer does not excuse you for watching Guardians of the Galaxy. Exactly. No, um, I watched Guardians of the Galaxy, but not Wait, wait, what does Guardians of the Galaxy have to do with this? Because Vin Diesel's the voice of Groot, bitch. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, I watched uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm just saying I haven't watched Fast and the Furious. Oh, yeah. Um, And there's a brand new game being made by the team who made Left 4 Dead. Uh, it's called Back 4 Blood. It's a Left 4 Dead 3 we will never get from Valve. That's the timeline. But uh, Back for the Back for Blood looked really, really good. Like, if you love, um, last, not last one, if you love Left 4 Dead, you're gonna love that game. And then, last story, not least, a Final Fantasy version of uh, Veteran is in the new Smash Bros. Play, uh, Ultimate, and that is freaking Sephiroth. So, yeah, were there any trailers that caught you guys' attention? Uh, for the most part, it was Smash. Uh, I liked some segments of arc. I don't know, like, exactly what the plot for it was, but. Uh, the trailer just looked more excited for the anime because 
I like me some anime, and it looked like, uh, you know, it might be made by the same people who made uh, Castlevania, the anime, so I might be down for that. Uh, see. Uh, again, Evil Dead, you know, I'm a big fan of Ash. Um, let's see. Evil West. That, that game looked really lit. Yeah, it did. Because, you know... I'm a fan of both Ghost Rider and Jonah Hex, mm-hmm. like the like the comics, not the not the one movie with uh, Josh Brolin, though I've never watched it. Uh, the trailer just looked really bad. <laughs> um, uh, let's see, they didn't have a trailer for Near Replica, but I I, I might be down to get that. Um, I actually saw it online. See. Yeah. Uh, let's see. There was a new Monster Hunter trailer. I don't really care much for. Mon- uh, there was also a brand new. There was also a game Century Age of Ashes, uh, Ashes, which is kind of like Panzer Dragoon, which looked really, really good. Oh yes, yes, uh, that one game with the dragons. Yes. Yeah, that was a really good fight. Uh, yeah. Yo. Yeah, what? I think that's pretty much it. I didn't care for Ruined King. Yeah, no, um, no one did either. Um, what do you call it? Uh, Open Roads was the game I was talking about earlier. Dragon Age Four, uh, Endless Dragon, which actually looks pretty good. Um, and there's a new game called Season. And it looked pretty cool too. And then uh, Akira Two is getting an anime, um, and so forth and so forth. There, like I said, there are plenty of um announcements uh, we just picked tackle the ones that we felt were you know important and stuff like that cool. well there was one more that we haven't mentioned actually two more one the cyberpunk card and what the force horizon or whatever that was just something random but no the new among us map like how did we not mention that oh yeah this new map for among us yeah like was it in the airship like it's a shame that it's not coming like like, okay, it's coming like early. They said just 2021 or something. Like, it's just not coming this year. I hope it comes out soon, all because I'm fucking tired of playing on the scale. Like, like I am sick of that map. But as for the airship on its own, like, it's a pretty interesting map. Like, there was this one part of the trailer Jesus. where if there's a moving platform between like two gaps, and it's like, that's gonna be super interesting to like get in and get out of kills. Like, I. I'm excited. The new task also like it's gonna be fun. Cause I know people are gonna be playing on that map for weeks. Anyways, but yeah, that's that, that is true. But uh, there's a few other games that actually caught my interest. Um, well, I would say this: Back for Blood is a game that I know definitely caught my interest because I'm a big Left 4 Dead fan, and I really am glad that they're kind of bringing that back. Um, what about Medal of Honor? They're bringing Medal of EA's bringing Medal of Honor back with Respawn. But it's that VR game, Medal of Honor Above and Beyond. Anyone care about that? Uh, I just don't care for Medal of Honor, to be honest. Okay. Uh, and then there was Ghosts and Goblins Resurrection, which I'm actually pretty excited about. That was really cool. Um, and I'm glad that they're also doing the Capcom Stadium thingy, where you get a bunch of free arcade games from Capcom for free when the game comes out. Um, that was cool. Um, then there's Ruin King, a legend, uh, League of Legends, uh, story, which is the very first single player game that's based in the League of Legends universe, and it's gonna be out on PS4. 
I don't care that much about League of Legends, so it is what it is. Scavengers, um, the beta just got announced for it, and the beta is actually um live right now. So if you haven't played Scavengers yet, not road, not the road trip game. I'm talking about the shooter game. Then you know, make sure you play it. And yeah, there's a few other games that are on my list that look pretty cool. But yeah, that's pretty much it. So, so I think I can tell you right now, the games that really caught my attention before like came to like world premieres were Back for Blood, Evil Dead, Perfect Dark, uh, Evil West, uh, Fist, the Callisto uh, Protocol, Sentry, and Ghosts and Goblins um, Resurrection. Those are the um, games that actually got caught my full attention. And I cannot wait for those games to come out next year and the year after. So, there you go. I think that's all I got for my show notes when it comes to uh, the Game Awards. So, we can actually move on. So, oh my god, I don't want to talk about this. But, guys, let's talk about Smash. So, as you guys remember, as you guys remember, we talked about this on several occasions. We talked about this on a couple occasions during last week's podcast that... Um, Splatoon, uh, people were boycotting Smash through uh, Splatoon 2, and so forth and so forth. Well, Nintendo ain't playing, oh, my bad, Nintendo ain't playing around, because freaking now, niggas is getting canceled, uh, uh, Splatoon tournament got canceled because of that, uh, because of their support for Smash Bros. Ultimate, uh, for Smash Bros. Melee's tournaments being canceled and stuff, people who got pissed, well, Splatoon uh, players were like, uh, F that noise. So, yeah. Nintendo got pissed and shut down a Splatoon tournament. I'm actually going to read a little bit about it, but what are your initial thoughts? Go ahead, guys. Uh, Aloe, you followed this story more than I did, so what's up? Let's see. Like, how this even got shut down was, like, the teams participating in that Splatoon tournament, they were putting like hashtag free melee on like on either the player name or on the team name and when the shutdown happened in the discord i believe on some like official announcement they said like because of execution failures and quotation marks they had to shut down the tournament but everybody really thought about what the whole internet believed was that it was because of free melee and that was you know, Splatoon people were not happy. Like the the tournament was still going on. That was the thing. Like the tournament was still going on, but they canceled the live on. stream. Yeah, like the but the but they canceled the live stream of it. That's the key difference. But even then, like the top eight for that tournament, they just all dropped out anyways. Like so, there was no show to be had. They just Jesus. they just move on to another tournament. So they the yo and that reminds me even like whenever. It kind of connects both. Whenever Nintendo made an announcement in the game, the chat will be filled with nothing but free melee. Like, <laughs> yeah. the, like that yeah. would be the only thing that you will read whenever Nintendo got on stage. The free melee, dude. Even when Reggie show up, and he's not even fucking a part of Nintendo anymore. It will still show free melee. It's like, what the fuck is Reggie gonna do now? <laughs> he just is living his life. Well, Rich is living his best life, you know, bumping uglies with his wife and stuff like that, and trying to keep GameStop afloat. So, he ain't worried about nothing. Exactly. <laughs> Alright, so this is, this is coming from Venn.tv. This is coming from, this is coming from um, Venn TV. 
um, Venda TV. Nintendo canceled the live stream up for its Splatoon 2 North American uh, Open Competition over the weekend, citing unexpected uh, executional challenges. However, some organizers of the event said that the teams competing in the event, openly supporting the free mail hashtag free melee movement through their team names, were the cause of the cancellation. The free melee controversy stems from the company forcing the cancellation of a Smash organizer um, tournament, Big House Online event. In November, after Nintendo learned the organization was using Slim, uh, Slippy, a, a mod allowed for online play for Super Smash Bros. Melee, the company sent a cease and desist order for the entire event, including the Super Smash Bros. Ultimate Bracket. Backlash from the Smash Bros. was uh, immediate, um, um, uh, immediate, including Evo 2018 Smash player William uh, Peter Leffen, who tweeted, "Smash uh, Nintendo shooting itself in the foot, just like Evo 2013." Sadly, at this point, I'm far from surprised. So, there you go. Um, Allo, because you're more in the Smash community, where are your thoughts, dude? Go ahead. I like. I wonder. Like, I doubt the free melee movement is gonna change anything because like what like if change were to be made what would be the change like you're not like nintendo wouldn't want to like just allow mods then it's like that then that gets in the whole gray area that needs to be answered but then but they are it's also very unlikely that they're gonna just like add online to melee either through like a switch port or something because then like what happens? Like what happens if the, sh- if the switch port is online? It's shit. Like you're just gonna go exactly. into the GameCube version and make no money. So it's like I wonder like what what is gonna like what does the Smash community in support like the people who are in support free melee like, free melee like what do they want? Because like I like, what's especially what's gonna happen when we're go we're out of the pandemic like that might be years in America. But what happens when we're out of the pandemic? Like, where does free melee stand at that point? Because the issue is, like, as far as I understand, it's like it's the use of a mod to add online to a game that's not meant to be online. But when you are able to have inputs in tournaments again, like, where does that stand? Where does free melee even matter anymore? Right. No, I get what you mean, and I, and I think that's that's the one thing. I listen. I think what Nintendo did was pretty um, scummy, and it's not the first time they've done it. As Leffen has said, they did this in 2013, and Nintendo has done a lot of scumbag tactics over the last five, six years. And they finally, and when you think they got their crap together, they didn't. I again, I've said this before, and I said it again on a technicality, Nintendo, what Nintendo, by law, what Nintendo did was right. By law, you cannot do this. You you cannot um, use a mod to play their game. By law, they are they are in the right. Morally, though, hell no. Because again, like you said, Al, we're in the midst of a pandemic, and some people um, who are pros need to get paid. And Smash tournaments are a thing. People do get paid playing in Smash tournament. What, from what this pandemic's done, it's honestly taken away uh, people's livelihoods, especially people who compete in tournaments and like in vehement uh, tournaments and stuff like that. So, morally speaking, Nintendo is dead wrong. It's messed up and everything like that. And the fact that 
Nintendo is straight up ended a stream of Splatoon. So now you're telling me Nintendo is canceling Splatoon 2. Like one of their biggest selling games and their biggest selling IPs. Now they now they want to freaking be like, oh, you support uh, Hashtag Free Melee? D-Rez. Like that's kind of, that's very scummy. It's super scummy. But like, like, okay, so pros, like, but does, like, there's one thing, there's one part you're saying I have an issue with, and that's like, you know, like, the pro comment, and what me about is like, you know, they, these pro Smash players, they gotta get paid, but what, what, who are those pro Smash players? The same ones that are streaming and doing like full time content creation, they don't need tournaments. Like, well, obviously, tournament I, I know, I'm, I know that. I'm not, I'm not talking about uh-huh. that. I'm talking about other people who don't do that. I'm just like saying, other people are not at that level yet. Yes, yeah? exactly. Exactly. Okay. If Nintendo is gonna get mad for them using Slippy, they should probably they're probably gonna get mad about people using Parsec too, because people use Parsec to play Smash Online. Or play other games on that were on the GameCube or on the Wii originally and stuff like that. Like, but, they might as well shut down Parsec if that's the case too. And I'm on, but, and I'm not saying they should. I just want to say that. The difference with Slippy is you're adding the difference between Slippy and Parsec is with Slippy is a mod towards the game itself. Parsec, right. you you're not modifying anything about the game. You're simply like connecting to another net to another host. And you're not, you could, there's a potential not modding anything. So there's no, like, there's no, like, it would be super scummy. Like, even more than this, if they shut down Poison because of melee, but when Poison can be used for other things, including, like, hell, even, like, work from home or, like, software development, like, there's more uses to Poison than just gaming, even though that's what Poison is known for. Right. I feel like that's going to be the clear difference there. Right. Well, like I said, it, it's just scummy. And this is this isn't the only thing that, that the only issue that's going on with Nintendo. We're, and we're actually gonna go continue. So apparently, now you can make cover music for Nintendo. So here it is, and this comes from Digital Music News. Nintendo is ripping down Nintendo YouTube videos that contain its game soundtracks. Nintendo is aggressively going after illegal music uploads on YouTube with copyright strikes. Specifically, Nintendo headquarters in Japan appears to be issuing takedown notices for YouTube videos that feature its game soundtrack. This situation started in, tw- in 2019 when YouTuber uh, Gilva uh, Sunner saw hundreds of strikes issued against the channel. Nintendo has been systematically going through the channel to issue copyright strikes one by one. Nintendo appears to be systematically blocking all the soundtracks from appearing on YouTube in any form. At this stage, it looks like Nintendo is going through each and every individual game, then blocking the corresponding music that uh, appears on YouTube. 115 videos in total blocked so far, Silva tweeted in 2019. They started manually with the most viewed content of the channel and are now going through the playlists one by one, I guess. Looking at the time of the cl- of the claims, it seems the it seems these are coming from Japan HQ. Several other YouTube YouTube gaming channels were caught up in Nintendo music copyright strikes. Um, the Brawl B R S T M S E channel voluntarily terminated its channel after receiving so many copyright claims. Nintendo has a creators program that partners with its people to authorize the use of their content, but Nintendo shut that down and issued a new series of guidelines that are murky at best. And we actually talked about that in our year um, year two of On Struggle podcast. So yeah, it's not looking hot for Nintendo right now. Just saying. 
Uh, uh, not Kamado. Uh, Allo, your thoughts real quick. Go ahead. Tell me, what do I begin? It's it's like it's 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 within the right. It's scummy, but it's within the right. But just like the other like convoluted situation, not even convoluted, just like the other situations we just talked about right now. It's like I I don't know what else to say. It's like it's it's scummy, but like I actually what what are your thoughts about this, dude? My thing is this. We've all, look, we are Twitch and YouTube stream, uh, Twitch streamers and YouTubers, content creators, and people who play games on YouTube and just upload. I think it's already hard enough that we have to look out for the DMCA, who's hating, hating niggas with copyright strikes left and right. I ain't think that playing video game music would get you hit with a copyright strike. Here's my thing. What happens if you make, uh, I don't, okay. I don't know if they're also tackling them if they're if for people who are making like cover art that are cover music for their music or like for you know gaming soundtracks from Nintendo. I don't know if you're getting in trouble with from that. I don't know because uh, I'm looking trying to see more details about this. It's bad enough that we're getting hit by the DMCA, but now you're telling me we are hit with a copyright because we're playing music. Now and now, this makes you wonder what's gonna happen if you stream a YouTube game, a, a, a Nintendo game on YouTube now, because it's not happening. It's not happening on Twitch. It's only it's specifically happening on YouTube. So now I'm wondering, is it even safe to play a game on freaking YouTube, or, or what do you call a Nintendo game specifically? That's me. But what what about you? Because they're targeting just like the soundtracks of the games, like yeah. Because like Silver Gunner, like I'm assuming they're just taking down, like, uploads that are only about the music, like either like a like the Smashville soundtrack or like, just like pure playlists of just the music that is featured in that game. At least as far as I know, and according to that article that was just read, like there hasn't been any notices about the game itself being copied or copying that video of gameplay because of music it's just so far it's just been pure soundtrack uploads music. okay so, well like, that does I, suck because when I'm, I'm gonna let you continue but that okay that i can understand but it still sucks what, what if what if you um you know bought the license and decided to put it up on youtube like you bought you bought the games you bought the soundtrack and you want to put it up on youtube uh, because the, the thing about that is like you bought like, I was just having a conversation about my dad this morning about this whole copyright stuff like you when you buy something like that yeah, you bought like the way that was phrased like you bought the right to play it but you didn't to play for yourself but you didn't necessarily buy the right to broadcast it that's gonna be the clear difference and as we're seeing like with Twitch and other but specifically Twitch because just there's some other shit that we might talk about later on, not, maybe not tonight. Yeah. But there's just like DMs, it's gonna blow up. It, like DMCA as a whole, it's gonna blow up at some point. And these are the questions that we need to, that we need answers. Like, what? I don't. I lost my train of thought. But it's more. It's just. It's gonna be scary. Like as an up and coming content creator, like what are you gonna do? I don't know. It's. It's like. It's one thing to be hit with a copyright from like playing like let's say Smackdown by Akon with uh, freaking Eminem, but it's another thing if I'm just if I were just to upload 
um, the Sephiroth theme from Smash Brothers or S Metal Gear Solid um, Snake's theme in freaking um, from Smash Brothers Brawl and I'm being hit with a copyright, that's that's kind of different because it's like that kind of sucks. Like it's, it's now you're getting hit with a game soundtrack copyright. Seriously, now one now ho hopefully go ahead. For me, I, I'm going to say the same thing I said a couple of podcasts ago, uh, where they try to, where, where that one dude said that streaming is a form. You no, know, it is. If anything, if anything, like in the case of the soundtracks thing, it's like if people watch the gameplay with the music attached to it, I'd make people want to buy the soundtrack legally later on because right. like is there because there are soundtracks for games like i on my phone i have soundtracks for the first four generations i actually because, yeah i remember that yeah yeah because like those games are just that good soundtrack wise especially ruby and sapphire like those, like that like like ruby and sapphire their music is fire um but uh but and yeah if you display more of of like Smash's music like on your streams, it's gonna make people want to get like the actual the official soundtrack for Smash. Like maybe maybe you could even do a partnership with Nintendo where where like you could use like a special promo code from certain stream uh, approved streamers to get like ten percent off or something on, on their soundtrack. Heck, like as much crap as we give Blizzard, at least to their credit. They require Overwatch uh, map soundtrack for free to their players, and and they're allowed to use that music on their streams royalty free. Right. And so, like, props to Blizzard. And, and we get and we and keep in mind we give Blizzard a lot of crap for the way they treat their players, mm. and they do this one good thing: Nintendo. Why? <laughs> Nintendo is the exact opposite in terms of how they treat their players. You couldn't do that with the music. It's like, it's like, it's like in terms of being allowed to play music, Nintendo was like, uh, like, um, like an episode where, like, uh, of that one show where that one cop switches bodies with that one uh, inmate. And I'm not gonna sit at the end of the show, but you know what I'm talking about. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yeah, it's basically that. It's basically that, except except it's Nintendo and Blizzard. Like, and that episode is called "Being Soundtracking uh, Streaming." Oh my god! Go ahead, Alo. I think like at this point, like my I think the ultimate question is when we. When we buy a game, and by extension of a game, when we buy a piece of media that is entertainment, do we, do the people who buy that media have the right to share that experience with others? Like, if we buy a game, do we have the right to stream it? If we buy a movie, do we have the right to share it with other people who have not paid for the movie themselves? Like, what's, like, where, where does that lie? Do we have that right at all? If we do, this shouldn't be happening. If we don't, the the needs, the answers need to be had. 
yeah, this this again goes back to what I was saying with the whole healing thing, you know, like like if like like, like the example I gave, like like if Dagger Boy bought Kingdom Hearts three and Fox didn't, and and uh, Dagger Boy let Fox borrow the game so that he could have a chance to play it. Is Fox guilty of stealing the game or or plagiar no not plagiarizing uh pirating or even privateering the game? I don't think so because we've been doing this thing since video games were first was first a thing. Like with Game Boys, like people kept trading their Game Boy cartridges with each other for for weeks at a time. Game heck. Heck, uh, mixtapes were a thing at one point. But, like, borrowing each other's DVDs is a thing, you know? It's like, what? So, like, so like if I let Fox borrow my season 15 DVD of a certain show, that that season of that show... By, by the way, I hope you finish watching that season so I can have my DVDs back. Um, you have, bro, you can have... Bro, it's on Netflix, you can have them. Anyway. But you're like, I'm gonna borrow your DVD so I can watch them. Okay. And you know, by extension to that, let's like let's continue with that example. Like, Dag Dagaboy lent a copy of Kingdom Hearts 3 to Fox, and then Fox streams that game on a platform that he can monetize. Does like is that okay? Like I wonder now. I don't I I mean I mean, yes, because like it's his, and if, if he knows that I do this, then yeah, I'm like, it's not. Yeah, but it's like, I don't know, like, would that be considered like you're profiting off a product you you didn't pay for? Hmm, that's actually an interesting question. I'd probably say you kind of are, but that's a different story for another time. Yeah, different story, different discussion for another time too. Yeah, um, that's all. Honestly, that's all I got on my show notes. Does anyone have anything else to say? No, that's pretty much it. Like, like this is just parallel to that. Our those several streams ago, and right. that's all I've said on the matter. Right, but yeah, that's all I got for my notes. This like, is the- like it, it's just hard to believe that Nintendo, like, like we kept like Blizzard kept thing up so often, and we kept using Nintendo as the bastion of how Blizzard should conduct itself, and now we have an example where where. Nintendo needs to follow Blizzard's example. Yeah, and keep in mind, Nintendo, once again, Nintendo is not is no stranger to doing some BS like this, so I'm not surprised. I'm just disappointed that they decided to go back to doing what they like they do and that's effing with people. So that's where it, I kind it, of it, it's like it's like what Josh Peck said. I'm done. I'm not mad. I'm just... Yo, bro, like Jake and Josh, like that's what we're gonna end I don't want, that's, that's actually funny now. That's one of my favorite episodes of Drinking Josh, but. Other than that, that's all I got on my show. Thank you guys so much. This is episode 127 of the Story Game Podcast. Comment out, what is your closing statement for episode 127? Go. My closing statement is judge things individually. You know, put, put some how and why into your what, and enjoy your music freely as long as. Alright, the hour was your closest thing for episode 127. Go. When it comes 
to Nintendo, like we all we, we remember, like they make great games, but it's the corporate side of Nintendo that is the problem. Like we remember that. Remember, like the developers, like the the grab what what do they call it again? Like the bottom the bottom line is different than those on the top. Like okay. just remember that. Okay. Yeah, I get you on that one. And Michael's statement is I'm tired. I'm I'm too freaking tired. I'm about to fall asleep. So I think we're done. Um, also, once again, just because a game won a game of the year, honestly, doesn't take away from doesn't take away from any other game that got nominated. So be sure to check out the other games that got nominated for game of the year, and and make your own opinion about that because that's the American way. But that being said, guys, email us at for requests, comments, stars, business wise, all that good stuff. Find us at Twitter for scoring and fans for games on video, home gone but never forgotten. Find us on. YouTube and Instagram at the at the Struggle Gaming Podcast. Hey, you can find us on SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Wherever you listen to you guys' own favorite social media, uh, not social media, very own favorite podcast channels and stuff like that. Find us there. Once again, find the podcast on both SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, and Spotify now. If you want to get a hold of any of us, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, the Rex underscore Fox, YouTube Rex underscore Fox, find all the latest game content here on Twitch.tv slash Fox. Comment where can I find you? You can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Kabuto, where in roughly half an hour I'm going to be playing a certain video game. Uh, this one right here. Common Rider, if hero, switch, and you can find me on Instagram at Chrome Squidgels underscore crossplay. And Alan, where can they find you, bro? You can find me. Let's see. You can find me on Twitter at allocate indicate what ease at the end. Instagram at underscore allocate indicate underscore. You can find and you can finally find me on Twitch at allocate indicate. And you, who knows? Ask the auntie today. You might find me on the hub. You never know. <laughs> Oh, I'm glad you finally made that your own. And with that being said, guys, this is episode 127 of the Struggling Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening and tuning in. As always, peace out, bless up, and get rid things going on the last. And we bid you all to do goodbye, and good night. Deuces, guys. Bye.